Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Welcome everybody, this is the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast, episode 46. As always, I am your host, the Jack of Hearts. But with me this week, we have one, well, it's like two-thirds of our original hosts and stuff, since uh, our good friend Knuckles is kind of out sick at the moment. So... That just leaves us with, uh, obviously, Ginger Boy. Ginger Boy, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, had actually a pretty uh, cool experience uh, over the weekend. I couldn't wait to tell you about this, Jack. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, my buddy and I went downtown, uh, downtown Des Moines the other, the other uh, I guess, Saturday night, and just walk around to the bars and stuff. And we were walking into uh, a bar, and there was like eight or nine guys going, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, down the street. It was... I thought that was pretty. I thought that was really cool. I thought you liked that. And <laughs> I also, a buddy and I, we decided to go into uh, like a, just like a dance club. And yeah, you know, I'm a fat white ginger guy. There's three things fat white ginger people don't do. We we don't we don't dance, we don't dunk a basketball, and we don't go out in the sun. So okay. Anyways, so we went in there, and they have like this you know nice sized dance floor and like that. And there's just like 15 people dancing. And it's really just, like, these three groups of friends are the only ones dancing. Yeah. And there's just, like, a bunch of guys and girls just surrounding the dance floor because it's uh-huh. right in the middle. Right. And I, I felt like it was like going to senior prom again when you see all the people that go without dates. And they just stand around and watch the people on the dance floor, like, waiting, hoping someone asks them out on a date. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's like, man. So you're getting just like, like work. so you're like getting like visions of like just uh, the the sophomore year, you know, that awkward moment back when you're like 15, 16 or so. Just going oh no, I, was, just, you know, I only went to dances if I had a date. I didn't want to go to the dance to stand there and watch people dance. I never went to a but, dance myself. And I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah, it, it's a waste. It's a, it's a giant waste of time. Uh, no, I just thought it was pretty funny. It's like wow, man. It's like we we do not really. I mean, like we don't really change. We just like the the environment we're in changes. Yeah, it's like work is high school for old people. Dance clubs are proms for old people. <laughs> there was this weird, like, weird, like, guy. He was probably, like, everybody there was probably around my age, mid-20s, mid to late 20s yeah. and stuff. And there was, like, this weird guy that was, had to be at least 50 in, like, this, like, uh, spring jacket, yeah. uh, khaki pants, balding, just looked like a rapist. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Okay, continue on. I need to hear this. I, I, he just—he was just really—he was just like leaning up against like like one of the walls is all mirrors. Yeah, and he just leaning up against it, just watching everybody like really intent, like really intent, yeah. <laughs> just like moving his head back and forth, just looking at everybody. I just look at my buddy. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that guy is gonna rape. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes up to one of the girls like, "Hey there, how you doing?" Yeah, um, yeah. Never mind this burlap sack. It's uh. It's just I carry this around all the time. It's for my groceries. Does, it, does this smell like ether to you? 
Take it too far. Uh, yeah, a little bit too far. But uh Okay. But that that's me. I'm Ginger Boy. <laughs> okay. Well, joining us this week is our guest co-host right here, Vincent. Man, how you doing? It's been a while. I am actively sweating over here in Canada. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on, but dicking around, pre recording, doing whatever with you guys, I just got I am moist. All of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, man, he's replacing like, Knuckles. While, while you were doing the intro, I was like grabbing a fan, and then my headphones unplugged. So my headphones unplugged, and now <laughs> my mic caught you guys talking, and now the fan's still a little too close, and it's all going great over here in Canada. <laughs> That's good. Oh man, yeah, I'll fix it in post. And I can understand what you're going through right now because I mean, Vancouver, like Canada and stuff like that itself, it's not too far away from where I live, which is like right on the. I wouldn't say the edge, but it's, like, right where, like, the thing of Washington and stuff, where you overlook, like, the water and stuff like that. Just, it's, I live in this town called Port Angeles, right? And so, I get a good view of Victoria and, like, stuff like that. And, uh, during this, during this whole weather today, it's supposed to have been, like, in the mid-70s, which, obviously, it's a different type of Celsius, ideally, over yes. there. But, uh, it is kind of been pretty stifling. It's supposed to be pretty warm throughout the entire week. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like to leave the house a lot of the time to enjoy. Yeah, like, I don't like. You know, a lot of people say like, "Oh, if only you like, you know, enjoyed going for hikes or going for walks." It's just, it's too warm. I'm in here trying to play Marvel Heroes, and uh, I just got the sweatiest balls. I don't, you know, <laughs> and why would I want to walk around somewhere with sweaty ass balls when I'm in my room with sweaty ass balls. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how anyone can enjoy it's this how weather. And anybody with a stink. And it's only going to get worse. And it's only going to get worse. And I'm not prepared. Like, I might have to actively start taking off clothes for this because all of a sudden I'm just dying over here. Oh. Well, I'm so happy we're in Google oh, Channel. I'm so glad this is not a video podcast. podcast. Ever. At least on my end. <laughs> No, we're having the exact um, exact opposite, pretty much. Like we're actually in the we're in the mid forties to to the high thirties right great. now. What? That sounds awesome. With Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. Oh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah. still that's that's pretty decent. And it hasn't stopped raining since Saturday. That's still that sounds cold, fantastic. It's almost May. Tomorrow is May. I'm dating the podcast, but tomorrow is May, and it is freaking... It's supposed to be... We have a high of 45, and it's supposed to rain all day. There was a chance of snow today. There was a chance of snow? Well, if, uh, that's yeah. in Iowa? <laughs> oh, my sick God. Of, I'm sick and tired of wet, cold things falling from the sky. But I'm not looking forward to the looking forward to the summer, though. I work in a, I work in a warehouse with no uh, AC, so it gets about 120 degrees in there all summer. I saw sweaty balls oh, for six months man. straight. Oh my god! Oh my god! And now for the well, fourteen you know day what? forecast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Just uh, trying to move things on a little bit, on a little bit right here. It's like I haven't really been doing like as much, say like uh, things productive wise or something. But I did once I got my 3ds XL last week. I decided to trade in the old 3ds that I had, so I transferred all my data plus the SD card and everything else that uh, I had with the with the you know the previous. 
And uh, I got some I got some credit in, and I just decided to go through and just look around the GameStop store, you know, just see if there's anything looking around. I mean, I did see a few things. So, oh, hey, that's Kingdom Hearts, so that's that's nice, you know. Oh, hey, Fall New Vegas, yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Well, what I ended up doing was I went to the Wii U section, right? Oh, and uh, I just well, <laughs> well, just just hear me out on this one. I know I what just, you got. I already know. Really? You got Funky Bar in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and tie this back into like uh, what I actually did get at GameStop, which was obviously not Funky Barn. Well, I decided to. Uh, <laughs> I decided to get two games actually with the credit: Sonic Lost World and The Wonderful One Hundred and One. Both games that I've been interested in playing. One of them was pre-owned, so I actually saved some money. One was new. <laughs> but uh, as I'm going towards like the the purchase, like in the the checkout line and stuff like that. I just decided, you know, I was just talking with a cashier or something like that, and uh, he was like, oh, hey, you can save some money if you uh, pre-order this thing, you know, so on and so forth. So, at first I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't I don't really want to do this and stuff like that. Then then I just figured out, oh, wait a minute, I'll actually get $15 more credit if I actually do pre-order a game. So, I went ahead and I looked over the things, and uh, I decided to pre-order Destiny for the PS4. <laughs> Destiny. So I could have done that or Mario Kart 8 or whatsoever, but I wanted to be long, like just a long ways out because in case something occurs with that game and I don't want to play it, I'll just cancel it. So I do that. I get the beta code and stuff. But other than that, though, I haven't been really doing too much exciting stuff, like say game wise. But we can get into that with uh, with our what you've been playing stuff. But you know, with our what you've been playing, I'm going to go ahead and go with our guest, Vincent. What have you been playing? I've been playing the hot and uncomfortable game, and I am losing. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, it's hot. I should, you know, I'm <laughs> recording, so obviously I don't want to open my bedroom door, but God damn. No, Vince, the sauna pocket pool does not count. You could probably <laughs> wring this office chair out like a sponge. <laughs> yeah, that, how, how's that for imagery, listeners? God damn. <laughs> and he just goes back, oh my god, I can't believe I just said that. No, so <laughs> I've been playing, you know, so much Marvel Heroes. I got really way into Marvel Heroes recently. Um, I played that game back... You know, when it first came out, you know, a couple, you know, well, it's probably been about, like, nine-ish months now. And uh, I thought it was alright, you know, for a Diablo-esque free-to-play game, I, I thought it was cool. Um, but I didn't stick around for it for too long. I got about eight hours in and just sort of sort of left it after that. Um, the character I played as was Daredevil, so for the setup, for the free-to-play, like, all the characters you have to pay for... Uh, along with the costumes and whatnot, um, but you when you start out you get uh, some characters to pick for free. You get uh, back when I played, I think I had like four or five to pick from, like Thing, Daredevil, Hawkeye, and somebody else. Basically, none of the Marvel characters you give a fuck about. And out of the shitty ones, I thought Daredevil was the least shitty. No offense to all the other characters. Hawkeye, I'm sure, is fabulous. Um, but that's one I picked, right? And going through it, like, I just thought, like, it's pretty good, like, not too, too slow. Like, I didn't feel the need to want to spend any money. I didn't need to, at least I felt like. And then, you know, I played a bit and sort of put it away. I got to about level 20, 
level cap I think was 60 still at the time. It still is now, or it is now. I don't know if it changed. Um, and then recently they just put out a big update and uh, called like Big Ten, and uh, I played a little bit prior to that. Um, and I've just gotten way more into it. You know, they've they've balanced so much now. Um, it's way faster. You get loot. You know, you, you get more loot. The loot drops are better. You get way more XP quicker. And the the way they've changed up how you get the other characters is cool now. It used to be that uh, they were just random drops. But now um, you get basically this uh, extra currency in the game, which you cannot buy, which is kind of nice. Um, and basically you can save up enough of those to get a random character. Or you can save up a certain amount to get us the character that you want characters cost different amounts obviously the more popular ones are tend to cost more money and um i've been way into it you know i've started spending a little bit of money in that game uh bought a couple characters right now um i think i got black widow for free and i've been way she's 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 my girl she's my girl um (laughs) i'm about i know i know um i think she's like around level 53 Three or fifty-four, right now. Um, but I also got Captain America, Spider-Man because today, as of recording, I think today's the last day for the buy one get one free sale. So basically, oh, okay. you bought a character, you got a character for free. Um, so I bought Captain America, got Spider-Man for free, and then I dropped another ten bucks in, and I bought um, like Hawkeye and Storm because they're both four dollars and fifty cents each. In oh boy, f- in in-game funny money. Um, and then I got like Moon Knight and uh, oh, who the fuck else and Colossus for free. Um, oh, there you go. And on top, and then so that's on top of my uh, Daredevil and Black Widow, both which I paid nothing for. And then I also got Scarlet Witch for free at some point. I don't know from what. I don't. I don't remember. Um, but I'm really liking the game. I also bought uh, some costumes and shit because I'm a fucking lunatic. Um, but <laughs> I'm a goddamn idiot. But whatever. I, I'm really enjoying the game. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I you know I haven't seen everything in the game so far, and I haven't maxed anybody out yet. But I can see myself playing it for quite some time. There seems to be a lot to the game, and I like what I'm playing so far. So that's been it. Also, you know, it's free. And it was, seems like perfect timing because I saw uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier um, right around the time I started getting back into Marvel Heroes. So it's just sort of been a Marvel, just a Marvel, Ex- just extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, Marvel. I was gonna say Marvel gang rape, but that sounded weird. Oh, come Ex- on. Extravaganza, yeah, makes more sense. So it's been a Marvel extravaganza for me, anyways. And uh, Black Widow's pretty good. She tosses out some grenades and smokes fools. I don't know. It's how, how much do you think you've probably invested oh, into this? Maybe about fifty bucks. So like four dollars American. Yeah. Before... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, if you convert that, now if you convert that into ISK, it's about like seven zillion dollars. And we convert it into zenny, yeah, and it's like seven hundred thousand yeah. zenny. Yeah, yeah, zenny. If I, it's bitcoins. You want to talk about bitcoins? It's about five bitcoins. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna ask you what was the. Curious... But I don't know how much it is hey, in, in dog no, coins. I don't know how much it is in doggy coins. <laughs> how, uh, how many hours do you think? You, how many hours I've you probably got out of this game? Like thirty six over the last two weeks. 
according to Steam. Okay, about, so you're getting like, the most out about, of it. About 50, about like 53, 54 hours overall so far. Alright. So yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is I don't have a problem with free-to-play games like that where, because you're, I mean, they're great if you want to go play them here and there, like kind of like Blacklight was for me, where I just pick up and play and I put it down. But if you're going to invest long-term into that game, I think that's I wouldn't have a problem yeah. investing in a and game that would like get 12 bucks. 50, yeah, 60 hours like out. I 12 bucks in Blacklight, bought the best stuff that I could, and then dropped that game like a hot potato um, after only a couple yeah. of hours. And uh, so the pricing structure is kind of weird because, well, if you were to look at something like a full retail game like Diablo, you get you pay your 60 bucks at the time anyways. You paid your 60 bucks and you got like, what, four characters? Right, so yeah, right characters. now, if you know Marvel Heroes is free, you get a character for free, and I think they'll give you another character for free as part of like the in-game store tutorial or whatever. Right, so let's say you get yeah. two characters for free at some point in the game. For sixty bucks, you get an, you can buy another four characters, and then out of those four characters, you also get two costumes each, mm-hmm. and I think you get their character-specific bank slots as well. Now. For a free-to-play game, you look at something like a $60 pack and you're like, shit, that's a lot of money. But I looked at it as like, well, look at what I would get if I paid $60 for something like Diablo 3 or another similar sort of game. And I've realized that, mm-hmm. yeah, the pricing might be a little messed up because you can spend $20 on a single – like about $20 on a single Deadpool costume if you want. <laughs> but then I also looked oh, at something man. like Dota or League of Legends where – Shit, man, like, those motherfuckers are crazy. Spending, like, $100 <laughs> on some carrier or some bullshit for Dota oh, wow. 2. Like, <laughs> wow. It's not even aware of that. Yeah, like, you can get real crazy into some of these free-to-play games, but, you know, because I've been playing it by myself, I haven't tried any of the PvP. Like, I don't think it's a pay-to-win by any means because it's really hard to really pay-to-win when the loot is pretty easy to obtain in purples or cosmics or uniques or whatever and also and plus it's a co-op game well so. yeah it's a co-op game that i've been playing solely by myself because i don't i don't need yeah. nobody well that and you're not trying to play you know you're not trying to play against no, other and, people and, so and, you don't no, have i hear they they balance the the stuff for uh, pvp like the powers and whatnot um but so yeah. far i totally like it that's the game i spent a lot of time playing also a little bit of trials fusion for the ps4 uh, Ginger Boy trying to beat your times, but then I got into Marvel games <laughs> and said, "I don't give a fuck, I whatever." You can have, yeah, you can buddy, have the buddy of times. my beat on yeah. my times. But I, w- <laughs> so yeah. I need to go back and but I'd like do to get that. Back into Trials Fusion. That's a really, it's a really good looking game. Uh, really fun game. I, I'd never played a Trials game before because I only had a PS3. Oh. But um, I am familiar with the concept and whatnot. Um, but yeah, there's just something about that game. Just like I love to look at it because there's just so much. There's so much art to it. It's not mm-hmm. you know absolutely the most jaw dropping PS4 game I've ever seen, but there's so much art and stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, and I haven't yeah. seen through all of it yet. And I did buy the the PS4 version uh, on disc, so I got the season pass. Oh, I see. Um, and. Uh, so um, I'm looking forward to the season pass stuff, and uh, I haven't played through all of it yet, but uh, I really like the one I'm playing so far of it. Oh, good, good. So it's most of my time, but yeah, most of my time is being taken up by Marvel Heroes right now. <laughs> oh, I also think I got Hulk. I think I also have the Incredible Hulk. 
Oh, cool. That was, like, the thing I bought with the in-game currency that you have to collect that you can't buy. Um, it takes a long time. Like, I, it took me, you know, like, 36 hours, it seems like, to get mm -hmm. that much, like, currency to buy a random hero. Um, but it's been all right so far. I got a lot of heroes to play as. All right, cool. So, Ginger Boy, what have you been playing, man? Um, so... Like uh, Jackie Boy here, I also made a trip to GameStop cool. over the weekend. It's mistake number one. <laughs> well, no, they have a they had a pretty cool deal going on at my local GameStop, where whatever you traded in, uh, you got you got an extra fifty percent on in store yeah. credit. So, uh, I did the unthinkable, Jack. I traded in Madden. Okay. No, that's not and, unthinkable. Uh, I can imagine that. For him, it is As because he was constantly well, playing it for like weeks on end. <laughs> this is about the only game I play, really. But um, I tried that in. Funny thing is, I bought it for fifty bucks back in like a couple yeah. days before Christmas. I bought it used, and I got forty five dollars in store credit. Wow! How much? So, you beat the system. That's pretty. Uh, forty five dollars store credit for it. So I put in. I put in probably over a hundred hours in the four months I had it, and I <laughs> that it is how so, you work the system, dude. That's awesome. Fuck them. Yeah, no, I, so, this I always get emails, because I'm, I'm, I have the membership thing there, so I always get pretty good deals, um, and uh, I traded in a couple other games I, I just had laying around that I wasn't playing, and uh, I picked up Injustice, and, Infam or, and not Infamous, Injustice, and NBA 2K14, um, I mean, I've, I've talked about, I think I talked about Injustice when it came out in 360, like a year ago, um, my plan was, um, I was going to fly through it all, because it only takes a few hours, um, do the story and just beat it and return it because I, I have till I guess till tomorrow to return it. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, you know you get your, you get all your store credit back. They also had a deal going on though for every two used games or if you bought two used games you mm -hmm. got twenty percent off. Uh, you bought four you got thirty yep, percent off or whatever. So I got I, I got a really good discount with that. So um, I so I got that. Um, I'm not really gonna talk about in, our injustice. But uh, NBA 2K14, I don't really want to talk about that that part of it too much, because uh, you know it's it's a basketball game. It's it's older. It's been out since November. Since it's launched is, with the is system. Is Donald Sterling in the um, game? Probably. Topical. <laughs> Actually, I, he 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 might be. He might be. I think they might have like a. They do like sometimes cut the owners so, yeah, and stuff like that. that so <laughs> he could be like when he might be, but they might do an update, take him out of it. Emergency patch. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did it. They did it before. Sports games done before. I remember they did it with um, Aaron mm -hmm. Hernandez for the Patriots last season on Madden. They did it with Michael Vick with the whole dog fighting thing before. But um, you know, with this, so I always like to do my player mode in um, yeah, in NBA Two K, where you just it you just take you just control one player um, through the, you get you, know, you get drafted. Yeah. You follow a team. You only control him. You can't do anything else. Um, and you as you play the games and depending on how well you do in the games. You get what um, uh, they're called virtual coins or VC for short, and you use those to like upgrade like your three points, uh, three point shooting or your defense or ball handling mm -hmm. or can whatever. You, can you upgrade and... your uh, ability to get set on fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, you Is cannot. Is there a boom shakalaka uh... meter that you can increase? <laughs> if they had that, that would be yeah, fuck awesome. That game, uh... That's some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of make me uh, hate NBA 2K, uh, 2K now. I might have changed my review. Yeah. No, um, so you can have that. And, but the, the thing is, um, a couple years ago, they started making it so you can actually buy virtual coins oh, with real okay. money. And 
which wasn't a too big of a deal. It's pretty cheap to buy the coins. I, I with two K thirteen, I probably spent ten dollars on these things, but I, I put well over a hundred hours into the game. So I thought that was, and I bought. I didn't buy the game at full price. I think I, bought, I paid thirty bucks for it. So I paid forty dollars for this game. I put over a hundred hours into. So for me, it was fine. Um, this year, it's actually kind of even worse. With um, you used to be able to, like at least customize your character. You can put like you can put like a, a sleeve on his arm or a headband or whatever like, whatever on him. Just kind of customize him. Now you actually got to pay for that with the virtual coins, and they're not cheap. With like, you know, it costs like fifteen hundred VC to get uh, an arm, a, a sleeve for mm-hmm. your shooter, but it, that can take you seven, eight games to get that much coins. So that's kind of cheap. It doesn't actually like it doesn't like make you shoot any better. It's just kind of look for looks. Okay. It's a cosmetic thing, and that kind of that kind of upset me. And I, I was almost like at the point where I just want to take it back. Like that's BS. <laughs> I don't like where they're going with this. They're making it even worse now. Um, but I found this. They, I found this really cool. Um, they have an iPhone app for it. An, uh, iPhone, an iPhone game, game for really? it. Uh, yeah, for two K. And I usually I usually check these game like these out every now and again. Like a lot of games have an iPhone like app for it now. Like Metal Gear Solid Five had one. Uh, Knack had one. Knack was a stupid match three game that just unlocked uh, puzzle piece like our pieces for like you can build things. Right. It was stupid. This one I, I I I have been addicted to this thing for like five days and it is so stupid. So it's a free app. Um, so what it does is it gives you like a deck of cards of like NBA players, and each player is has like uh, a number for like yeah for offense, defense, ball control, and mental game. Yo, my ball you know, control higher... is off the charts. <laughs> no, so um, you know, then you have like you have like your common, your uncommon, uh, rare, epic, and legendary, and a few other like categories for how like you know for the players you have like you can have just like. Um, like I have like Josh Smith, who's actually an epic player, and then I have like Nor- uh, was it Norris Cole right. from the, the Heat. He's a common player, and his stats really low. Are, um, are the, so we do are the BC boys uh, characters. Um, I don't can believe you, so. They could be a legendary one. I'm not sure though. <laughs> <laughs> it might what actually. The fuck. Um, <laughs> have we not learned anything from NBA Jam? Has society just thrown all of this knowledge to the wayside? And said, "No, let's make basketball fucking well, boring." Well, EA, EA owns the rights to NBA Jam. This is uh, 2K, so <laughs> I don't know if they can or not. They might have the rights to Obama and video games. <laughs> but what about um, NBA Ballers? Who made that? NBA. Uh, that was also EA. NBA yeah, Ballers. It was EA. Yep. Yeah. Was it? Uh, I think. It yeah, was, they made. Wasn't it Midway? My oh no, Streets was EA. Yeah, I think Midway Streets. was Baller. All right. Well, anyways. Um. So what you do is so there's two different kind of things you can do like you can pick uh, so you pick your five best cards and you actually go online and play against other people and what it does you go through a quarter like quarter one of a basketball game and it gives you a random category of like the four uh, offense defense ball control or mental game so I'll pick one of those four or a combination of two so you can have like offense and ball control you pick one of your players one of the cards at one of your five and then the the other guy right. picks one of their five and the higher score wins. Um, and you with that every time you and if you basically if you win three out of the four quarters, or sometimes you go to overtime if you tie after four quarters, um, you get two you get um, you get two cards you can choose from at random, and it gives you an energy card which, uh, and if you lose you get one just one card to choose at random, and uh, they could have a lot most time it's crappy common cards sometimes you get some nice I got like a, I got like a couple epic players, um, but what what they have is a season mode, and it were Season mode, it, it, you pick your 15 best cards. You put five in the starters. You make five starters, five bench players, mm-hmm. and five reserves. 
each starter after and what it is is so every 30 minutes you have a game you don't actually like play the game it's just like how well the stats are it matches them up against the other person and you could just kind of look at the see what the scores are and stuff like that and every, every after and there's so the game was 30 minutes long and then there's a 30 minute break um, so it gives you a chance to kind of like move your cards around so the starters loot their, their points drop by eight after every game uh, bench players drop by six and then you put five in starters five bench five reserves and the bench players gain 40 on all their stats so what it is is you there's you just get put in with a random 30 other people in a, in a, in a league um, and you play 82 games and it I, it took four days. I had my my league in today, and I actually won cool. the whole thing. Um, but um, yeah, so what you do, and then you get these energy cards if you win the actual like the the, the quick games. And what what you can do is if you you just gotta go around adjust your players. So if like Josh Smith is all his stats really low because he's been playing like twelve straight games, you put him in reserve, take him out for a game or two, get stat backs up, throw him back in the in the thing, or you can use these energy cards that boast them back all the way up to full. Uh, you know, full, everything's full again. So it's just it. I don't know why I'm playing it so much. I've been addicted to it like nonstop. I'm like in the quick games. I think I played over almost 200 games in yeah. five days. Each game takes like a minute or two. It's not really a lot, but I mean, it's just I don't know. It's I, I usually hate these iPhone games, um, but I'm, I'm actually been addicted to it. And what I also like about it is it actually when you play these games, you get um, the VCs for the your 2K your my your 2K player. In the real game, so it kind of balances out some of the um, some of the issues you have. So you get at least fifteen hundred uh, virtual coins a day, which can get you know you can get you some pretty good stats. But um, that's pretty much mainly what I've been playing this week is a stupid uh, free iPhone game for my basketball oh, okay. game. Okay, well let's. <laughs> well, hey, it does sound pretty yeah. fun though. I mean, I like a lot of the aspects of uh, what you were just describing though for NBA Two K Fourteen. And stuff. It seems it yeah. seems like it's an okay like uh, game though. I'm not too sure whether I'd be interested enough to playing it since I'm not really too hardcore of like a basketball fan, despite me being an obviously a Golden State Warriors fan. But uh, yeah, I don't, yeah I understand. Like I'm I'm more of a casual basketball fan, but I like the the my player mode a lot. So that's main. That's the reason I buy it. Is the my player mode. <laughs> I don't know. That kind of sounds like me with certain wrestling modes. But anyway, speaking about like what I've been playing though. <laughs> I decided to do a last hurrah for WWE 2K14, and you know what's kind of funny? After our recording last week where I said I wouldn't go and, like, uh, go through the Undertaker stuff or, like, defend the streak and defeat the streak, oh, guess what I, I did know. the very next night without without me even, like, realizing it? Did you defeat the streak? Yeah, not only did I actually go through with the uh, specific wrestlers, like, and beat the Undertaker after, oh my god, it just seemed like an eternity. I actually did it on my first try of that night. That next night, I went through to defend a streak, and then I defeated fifty-three dudes in a row. Oh which, my god. oh my god, it was just mostly me, just like doing strike attacks and just timed reversals perfectly, which just shocked the hell out of me. And what was kind of funny about that? I ended up being beaten by Christian. <laughs> oh god, that's embarrassing. <laughs> which it was kind of embarrassing after the whole scheme of things, but. But, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I finished those last two things, and I end up getting the Platinum Trophy for WWE 2K14. Nice. Which really shocks the hell out of me, because I don't do 100% anything hardly anymore. Because it's too time-consuming. I want to focus on other games. But that's a big, 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 you know, just a big thing for me. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I did play a little bit of Sonic Lost World. I've played maybe only an hour of it. 
but I am really enjoying the things so far. I like the stages. I mean, the first stage really reminds me of like Super Mario Continue. Galaxy in terms of the way it's navigated, the way you can uh, launch through platform to platform to try to advance through the stage. But the main game I really wanted to talk about was a game I downloaded yesterday and I've been playing a little bit of. I actually played nearly two hours of yesterday, which surprised the hell out of me. I decided to download Child of Light, which uh, it's on any... Actually, it's on like the PS3, I think the Xbox One as well, and uh, obviously the other consoles, the PS3, the 360, and even the Wii U. So because I wanted to play some of my Wii U, I downloaded it there. And uh, I... I was just kind of taken aback at first when I was first started to play it because you you play as this girl who, for some apparent reason or so, just falls asleep and ends up like waking up in some sort of like mystical world. Although apparently she's supposedly you know this is like spoilers for the first like maybe five minutes of the game. Oh, she dies or something like that, and she's awakened to this uh, dream world. No, I don't want to play it now. <laughs> but. Uh, the thing about this game, the thing about Child of Light, it's a very simplified kind of, uh, it's a mix between an action and a turf-paced RPG, where you go through and you encounter these enemies right, but it's kind of like similar to say, I've heard comparisons to say like Grandia's type of like playstyle, which sort of has like this uh, elements where you actually have like, oh man, I'm trying to really describe this battle set right here, this... Uh, well, anyway, what it is, what it is, is you uh, all of the guys, like your allies, yourself, plus your enemies, share this one bar, and uh, basically what you do is you take turns, like just doing commands and stuff, and just attacking one another. But the thing is, you can actually go with your little, uh, the little firefly, this little firefly person, Serenity. <laughs> no, but good call right there. Oh, not that firefly, but uh, no. Throughout this game, you have this little uh, firefly companion that follows you around, and you can use it to collect like certain like health power-ups and stuff, and uh, actually it can be used against enemies in battle. So for, say, you're doing this turn-based thing, you can actually go and just navigate like where this firefly, like right above an enemy, then press a certain button, and you can actually stun an enemy. And what happens when you do that is you slow their momentum down from actually executing or preparing an attack. So what that happens is is if you time it correctly, especially if the enemy is about to initiate an attack, you can actually interrupt it. So, for example, inside this bar in particular, it's mostly blue, but there's like about a quarter of the section that's red in, you know, for like charging up for an attack. So, in order for you to do this here, you could, say, slow down the enemy, and then all of a sudden you outspeed the enemy and stuff that you're about to attack... You attack him just before he does his little moves and stuff, interrupts it, then you can repeat that until you end, like, win the battle. But, uh, the thing about it is, if you're attacked, you also get interrupted as well. So, once you do that, you gotta do defending stuff, and it's like... <laughs> it's It sounds a lot more complicated than what I'm describing at the moment, but at the same time... At the same time, the gameplay is really interesting because it's different than a lot of like the turn-based RPGs where you just select an attack and then just go forth and do the regular take turns doing this and that. But the look of the game, in my honest opinion, is very fantastic. It's kind of like how like a storybook. It's kind of re- reminiscent of like uh, these type of fairy tale to like storybook type of dealies where it's like it's a lot of good like I think it's like cel shading type of stuff. But uh, 
The overworld looks great. I mean, the gameplay controls smoothly, and it's very easy just to pick up and play. I end up going through the first couple of chapters in about, like I was saying, like about at least a couple hours. And uh, you do get a couple of party members. Like, yeah, I have this one party member that's, uh, she's a jester, and she is my main healer for this uh, party. Oh, and another thing about this game also is it actually has branching out, like, uh, like ability log type of, uh, kind of like, sort of like a spear grid from, like, Final Fantasy X, but much more, like, uh, basic, honestly. So what you can do, you can go into one and three different type of directions. You can either make the person, like, say, a heavy, like, melee attacker or a healer or a magic user or something like that. But the thing about it is, every level that you get, you earn one little EXP point, right? So every time you level up, you can save these EXP points, and uh, you can spend it, like, on just to level up a certain ability. Like, you get more magic, more magic defense, more... Like, uh, more like strength, or maybe learn a new ability. Kind of like Castle Crashers Kind of was. like that. Kind of like that, except okay. in, like, a way and stuff where you're not like... Uh, yeah, it's sort of like Castle Crashers, but not really to an extent, such that you're not, like, manipulating bars. You're actually just choosing, and you're just actually telling you how much is actually improving. But, okay. uh... But, anyway, the game... The game itself... I feel that it's... It's starting to get a little bit... Uh, I feel it's starting to get a little bit better. It's starting to capture me a little bit more as I'm playing it. And the bosses in the game, they're very fun, too. I mean, there's this, uh, the first boss in general where it's like these two big old gargoyles no, and stuff like that. I didn't no, have any no, problems, no. like, just taking them down. I mean, this is the perfect type of game, in my honest opinion, where if you've played, like, a specific game for a long period of time, like I have with both Pokemon Y and uh, WW2K14 for over the past month of April... Playing Child of Light is like a really big breath of fresh air. So, anyway, this game is like about 15 bucks on the eShop or on PSN or even on the Xbox Live Marketplace. So, my last suggestion is, if you're looking for a good game that's kind of like, reminiscent of like, say, Chrono Trigger or like Grandia or any... If you like those type of RPGs, go ahead and invest inside Child of Light because I feel it's fantastic and it holds a lot of potential for replayability, in my honest opinion. So, after all that, that's good. I, I might actually um, think about probably going to pick it up. Excuse me, this weekend and probably uh, I might get a, uh, that daylight as well that came out uh, yesterday. Well, yeah, I haven't really so, been hearing a lot of uh, daylight's decent... only like nine fifty. I haven't been really hearing a lot of decent reviews for like daylight though. But, but hey, if you do get it, if you do get it and stuff like that, just play a little bit of just to say how it is like for next week because I want to hear a little bit. Yeah, I probably will. I mean. I'm, I haven't read any reviews yet. It just came out. I don't know. I know it, it looks like an Outlast knockoff but, <laughs> to me. But oh, I, good. I liked Outlast. Outlast knockoff. I'm okay with that. I liked uh, Outlast. So anyway, if it's more Outlast. Anyway, okay let's that. go inside of our topics at the moment here. Let me just go over this to be a All little right. quick we here. We're done with our what we've been playing for the week, yep. and I'm five beers in. <laughs> You're five beers in already. Wow. <laughs> let's go ahead and take care of our yeah. like our top news stuff first so we had not one but two different nintendo like related type of events happen like one in regards to e3 what they're doing and another for mario kart 8 which was just today this morning as a matter of fact so we're gonna go ahead and take care of this uh nintendo streaming thing for e3 so basically nintendo for the second year in a row is not going to be doing an e3 press conference 
But instead, they're going to be doing a couple things. One, they're going to be doing a streaming type of uh, thing for E3, like around 9 a.m., like they generally would for the actual day of where the conferences start. But another thing that they're going to be doing is they're actually going to be throughout the day, like showcasing certain games and stuff that they're going to be releasing on the showroom floor. So, for example, they are going to be showing a new Smash Brothers. They are going to be, you know, the Wii U version. They're going to be showing. Like the new Zelda game, which they have confirmed the new Zelda game is going to be coming sometime, hopefully this year. I mean, I want it to be this year. Wait, is that is that is that the Dynasty Warriors game or the actual Zelda no, game? No, the actual, actual Zelda, Zelda game. game. Not like this uh, okay. Dynasty Warriors type. One people actually want to play. <laughs> you know, kind of exactly what I, Ginger Boy was saying. But also they revealed inside this an event that they're going to be having some sort of like Nintendo, like a Nintendo digital event. Like... At Best Buy, pretty much. So, basically what this uh, Best Buy thing concerns of is there's going to be this huge type of, like, Smash Brothers oh, demo for the Wii U that's going to be presentable at Best Buy. So, for anybody who's actually interested in just playing the demo first for Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U, now's your chance really just to go and try it out and see if you actually like it. <laughs> so, that's one part of the news. But, I'm... Yeah. yeah. Um... Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead and okay. the news up. I'll so talk. another thing they also, like, pitched forth is they're going to be having their own Smash Brothers tournament. They're going to be supposedly getting, like, 16 of the top players for Smash Brothers scene, you know, the competitive Smash scene, and actually have them on E3, you know, just uh, duking it out. I'm not too sure who or what's going to be happening in terms of what the person's going to get or what's going to happen exactly, but uh, that's a little bit of something out there. So this could be... Taking it as one of two ways. One, they're going to be heavily going forth like the competitive Smash scene and stuff by endorsing, like, uh, oh, okay, use our game for competitive gameplay stuff, like, say, how Evo does with Street Fighter or King of Fighters or Tekken sometimes. I mean, but remember last year the fucking debacle at Evo with Super Smash yes. Brothers? It was, like, like I, I hope it works out for Nintendo, but it also seems like kind of too little too late when like if you want to actually get the hardcore fighting people having your own thing at e at uh, e3 isn't quite the same as having it at evo when the people who wanted it got it in in rules of what you know the competition was for evo when it comes to the right. donations versus well we think we understand how the internet works now so let's have it at e3 which isn't a community event similar to something like PAX. It's a bunch of game journalists, you know, like covering serious ass shit or at least trying yeah. to. It just does. It seems weird. It seems it seems like sort of a desperate attempt um, to try and bring people in and to have more to offer at E3 yeah. because of their lack of a actual traditional press well, conference. Well, I, I look at it like this. I think the <clears throat> I agree with you that it's kind of weird having the tournament at e3 when you know like you said it's a lot of journalists but i think it's a good point a good time though because this will give like there's gonna be a lot of journalists there it's gonna give a lot of coverage for this tournament so i I think from that aspect it works out and um i don't i I think it's a great way to try to get it's gonna make brawl or whatever they're gonna call this one is it do they have a name for this yet it's just they're just gonna be going with the name super smash brothers that's just gonna be their actual name they put on the package for both wii u and 3ds okay Okay, I didn't know if they had any. All right, so, I mean, I think this will help you know, 
broaden it, you know, let people more more people know about it that might not know about it anymore. I just don't keep track with Nintendo. Um, so, but I don't know. I, I'm pretty. I, I like what they're going with the E3 yeah. thing. I'm not going there. Why waste the money getting this whole set, putting together this whole yeah. big thing? For you know when they're when they're just gonna be overshadowed by bigger companies. Yes. They went the last few years, and you barely well, hear yeah, anything exactly. about it. Exactly. Look at the last press conference Nintendo actually had back in like what 2012. That was really yeah. minuscule. Oh, it was, it it was just sucked. not that great. Oh. They closed. It was it was garbage. Well, and, like it unsold people on the Wii. I know. And kinda just was like, oh, the 3DS is just like. And then the year before that, like they had no information on the Wii U or the yeah, 3DS. Yeah, exactly. Just like. Uh, this chase me prototype is gonna be a thing, and it's just like, oh, come on! It's yeah. you don't you don't need Nintendo doesn't need a press conference because the information that they're going to give a is pretty obvious. Nintendo seems to be playing it pretty safe. For yeah, all right, guys, let's make another Zelda because that's the thing that people want. It, oh, well. It's the thing people will buy. It, I don't know if it's the thing people actually want. Well, it's it all depends. No, people, I think like, people want it. Um, I don't. I, I agree with you. They haven't had a really good E3 press conference since they announced um, the Wii in like what 2006, no, actually, 2007. Think, well, well, just um, just thinking out loud here, really. But uh, in my personal opinion, the last actual like decent E3 or something for Nintendo had to have been when they had Super Mario Galaxy 2, Donkey Kong Country Returns, all this other like stuff for the Wii but that was towards the end of its life yeah, cycle before point. like the Wii U and stuff was uh, going like the next year yeah so like 2011 2000, 2010, yeah 2010 2011. 2011 stuff like that but no I think they have a good thing going though with the directs they do every yeah. month and you know it keeps them topical they do one every I think what every four to six weeks or so so it keeps them topical they always have some good news coming out I mean if it's something little there's always something going on with them yeah. where they're not when they used to for, they always just like you hear something about E3 Maybe something in the middle, in between E3s that's going on. And that was all you'd hear. If like, once a year, you get, like, a little pop. You get a big pop yeah, really. from Nintendo, and they just go away for a year. Exactly. And so I think the, I think the, the directs are great for what they are. Um, and also, I like the Best Buy. I mean, I mean we talked about, I think it probably, I think it was our first episode, actually. It was our first episode. I went, <laughs> I went to the Best Buy uh, the Nintendo Best Buy thing, and I got to play uh, Super Mario 3D World. Yep. I got to um, check out uh, they had the Zelda um, Wind Waker for the Wii U. Yep. Uh, they had I think they had they had Donkey Kong, and I think one other game I can't Mario Kart. I played Mario Kart Eight actually, really? and I I destroyed everybody. <laughs> That's, right. Um, That's right, as as usual. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm pretty. I, I'm hoping they do it again. I thought we had a pretty good turnout um, at the Best Buy in my area. Last year, there was at least, I mean, it was only two hours long. There was at least 100, I don't know, we'll say 100, probably 70, 80 people showed up. Wow. I don't know what they're, what they're getting at. Like, you know, we're, we're not, you know, big. I live in Iowa. It's not, we're not a big area. There's not like a That's lot of still a lot of people a million. in that, that one particular. For, for yeah, probably percentage-wise, you look at, I mean, I guarantee you, like, the like the ones in, like, L.A. and Houston and, and the ones in Florida did a lot right. bigger for number-wise, but I thought... I don't, I'm hoping that ours turned out well. They haven't announced where they're gonna where they're gonna have the best buy. Which best buys are gonna be at? But I know. Hope they go again. Hope play Smash Brothers and we can talk about it again here I in know, a couple months. I know for me and stuff with this whole Best Buy deal, I love the concept, but I really wish it wasn't Best Buy because the nearest one for me yeah. is like all the way inside Bremerton, Washington, which is like about th- two or three hours away. <laughs> okay. Well, and, ours... and let's be honest. And let's be honest. Best Buy in this is 2014, y'all. All right. I mean, hell, 
fuck Why Best not Buy? Walmart? You know that damn thing's like well, all over the place. I don't. I don't think I, I don't want to Walmart. Yeah. I think it actually when I went there when I, at the, well, the one we went to, uh, my buddy and I, it was actually it was I thought it was really nice to set up. Cool. It wasn't like it wasn't like every time we go to Best Buy, it's never packed. Yeah. You know, unless there's like a big thing coming out, it's never packed. Walmart's always packed. So you want it like where it's gonna be a nice, kind of casual, intimate setting where it's you know, it's not gonna have this bunch of people walk. I mean, it makes sense for Walmart, I think, because you're gonna have all kind. You're gonna have a bunch of people there, so a bunch of people walk by and see your game. Yeah. I think it makes sense, but I think for you, you want people to go out. You want people to go and have this, have a good time. Going this, I remember when I went last year. Everybody had a 3ds. Yeah. I was playing your 3ds, and um. Well, I, this year I actually have I'll have a 3ds to take there, so I can do street passing people. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty cool. If I could do, so I don't know. I'm hoping but, for that. Um, no, I don't know. I, I like where they're going with it. Uh, I like I've said like many times before. I still want a um, you know a Wii U. Just a matter of getting the money together and uh, getting a Wii U for me. So. Right. Well, that's that's my two cents. Well, anyway, like the last thing I wanted to cover upon this particular Nintendo Direct dealy though was their whole Nintendo Treehouse thing like I was just mentioning earlier and stuff they're going to be having a special booth on the E3 show floor that will provide like attendees like this in-depth game demos and stuff like that so this is supposed to be live streamed all day during E3 so whatever they announce and stuff it's going to be it's going to be like demoed so say if they unveil that new Zelda game and it's actually playable on the showroom floor that's going to be really freaking interesting in my honest opinion yeah they're still gonna have a presence at e3 they're not gonna be completely gone so that's good i mean they don't have to have a big showcase but at least at least have your games there yeah play and make it i know it's just the thing with like with certain gamers like with certain people itself it's like oh they don't have a conference at e3 they must be irrelevant you know it's just that mindset they don't they don't need it i mean if 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 they had the money to spend on a press conference i'm sure they would but let's be honest, look at what Nintendo is going to probably announce. Look right. what they've already announced that's coming out. They're doubling down on, let's be honest, the same old shit. It's Mario Kart 8, it's Smash right. Brothers, it's what's inevitably going to be. Uh, I don't know if they've ever actually officially announced it other than like the bullshit like marketing where it's like, we're going to announce the announcement right, later right. on. Like They're going to officially announce the Zelda game at some point. Um and it'll and then the world will be totally not shocked because look at Nintendo's numbers look at how they're doing financially you know they have a lot of money to burn but they got to double down on the shit that people are going to buy yeah. um because that's all they have right now they can't go why bother making a rhythm heaven why bother making a warioware why bother making an elite beat agents game or whatever when that's like that's cool. Like that's the weird stuff Nintendo should be making, but that's not the stuff that's gonna well, sell. I mean, I don't think they're like being safe or doubling down on these games. You look at going back to the sixty four, they've had like the same well actually going back to Nintendo, they've had the same kind of thing going every, every they always had the big Mario game. They always you know, even going back to sixty four they've or Super Nintendo they had the big they've always had a big Mario Kart game. Sixty four they've always had the the big Smash Brothers game. They've right, always had the big Zelda the game. Is, as of as of now, they have nothing. I mean, obviously, we're going to we're 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 basically saying you know as of right now, like they have like three games. They have Smash Brothers, they have Mario Kart, and they have that weird ass Zelda Dynasty Warriors game. And now I'm sure and then an actual like, Zelda game. So. 
and the actual Zelda game that they haven't actually officially announced other than that we're working on a Zelda game and you know yeah. see all at E3 mm. right I, but I, I would I, mean, I bet money that we're going we're going to hear some on Metroid the next we got to hear six something so. different gonna... I mean for god's sakes we've already gotten two Mario games new Super Mario Bros U the add on to it new Super Luigi U and stuff plus we had Super Mario 3D World we already had a Zelda port come to the console for Wii U and uh Basically, they're kind of running out of, like, actual first-party some options that aren't, uh, aren't Mario. Yeah. They're, they're running out of safe stuff. And, they're and running out of the obvious stuff to, to put out. Yeah, we're, only, we're not even two years yeah. into console life. I, I agree with you from that point. They're, they're burning through their ideas, their, their, the things they do every console, really, really quickly. Which, usually, yes. you, you wouldn't see some of these things for two, three years of the cycle. But now they're just speeding up the process. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, the... I hope it... Go ahead. I mean, I just I just hope that the next six to I think the six to twelve months will make or break. Yeah, the Wii I know. U. And let's take let's just take this into mind and stuff like that. There are a couple games we haven't even heard much about since like uh, E3 of last year, like Bayonetta two, which supposedly is supposed to release sometime this year. Oh, then right, you that's have the game. supposed like right. Fire Emblem X Sinigami Tensei, you know, which we have heard nothing about regarding that plus we got the monolith soft game x which is supposed to be a spiritual successor to xenoblade chronicles which is one of those operation rainfall games that sold for about 50 bucks only at GameStop because that's the only place it could sell <laughs> because they didn't want to lose money man fuck but GameStop. uh <laughs> anyway though like for nintendo it's like their months it's going to be very critical right here so obviously one of their main plans is to advertise mario kart 8 just very heavily which which they did obviously today with their big old direct thing. So supposedly they're supposed to be putting out this campaign from now until the rest of the year. And so what they've got to try to entice like customers, they've actually went on record and uh, not only detailed a lot of the characters that are going to be inside the game, but they are going to release a new bundle for the Wii U. It's supposedly it's a 32 gig deluxe one, right? It's 350. It's like 300, not 350, but 330 dollars, right? But it includes Mario Kart 8. And includes a red Wiimote with that, uh, you know, that wheel accessory that you don't really need. But it also, and here's the kicker about this right here. The Mario Kart 8 copies, with every copy you buy a Mario Kart 8, there's a little offer here to actually download one of four Wii U games for free. Right? So, the options here mm. are, like, The Legend of Zelda HD, The Wind Waker HD, then you have Super, New Super Mario Bros. U., we party you and Pikmin three, so basically, quintessentially, you're spending three hundred thirty dollars for not only Mario Kart eight and the, uh, you know, the deluxe model for the Wii U, with the Wii remote kind of for free, but you're also getting a sixty dollar game for free. That's a good enticing offer. Uh, I don't. I I mean, yeah, if you're desperate, if you if you are someone who wants to buy a Wii U, like that me. seems like a good deal. But like, if you're someone who wants to get in on this next generation train, which let's be honest, as much as we like to joke, the Wii U kicked off the next generation. You know, yep. that is as silly as yeah. it may seem graphically and power and all that stuff. Like they kicked it off. But if you are Joe Walmart who ha- does not have the big three consoles and the big three not being Anuya um, or some <laughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> The new Amazon you know, system for four, yeah. The new Am- yeah. The, oh yeah, that fire, that fire TV, yeah. That thing is just burning up the charts. Oh, yeah. Um, get it because it's a fire, anyways. <laughs> um, you Terrible know, pun. You're probably like, let's be honest. You're three thirty for 
the Wii U, which is like seems like nobody wants it at all. Um, you know, both like from a hardware perspective, from a software perspective, from a marketing perspective, they've done such a terrible job of still, still to this day, they've done a terrible job of convincing. No, they've done a terrible job. They just haven't anybody marketed than, at all. Anybody in terms of anybody other yes. than a Nintendo fan. If you're not a Nintendo fan, like that system doesn't seem like it's for you, right? But you look at for three thirty, you could you know for an extra, extra couple of bones, you get a PS4. Which yeah. has no games, but it's the games that you want. I mean, that Watch Dogs Wii U, like, they still don't know when that's coming out. And I'm sure that version will be as, you know, not as good as the PS3. Well, the thing about the Wii U version of a Watch Dogs, it's supposed to be releasing, obviously, like, quite a bit after, like, the the other versions. Because they're that one's... They're shooting for fall. They're shooting for fall, but we don't know for sure. But, uh... Anyway, though, this whole... Like, Vince is right here. I mean, for for a lot of reasons right here, the Wii U hasn't sold all that great to begin from launch. I mean, for God's sakes, the Dreamcast has put up better numbers in the same span of time that the Wii U has been on on the market. Ooh. Which, that says a lot. I mean, the GameCube had better sale numbers right here. So Nintendo right now is almost in a Code Red type of mode where they gotta try to entice people to buy this Wii U console, so they're trying to put out all these different type of stops. Which yeah, and that's plays. And I gotta be honest, I don't, I don't think another Zelda is gonna do it. It's I don't. Think, I agree. And and I don't think enough people have friends who are into the Wii U to bro out, get some Doritos and Mountain Dew, and play Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. I agree. I don't think it's gonna work either because look at like they have that controller, and you know not everybody gets the special controller. And it, I don't, I don't think the 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 three games that they're doubling down on are gonna do it. And that's a good point. I mean, as much as, much as us like our, our, our hardcore gamers, and I use quotation marks when I say that, as we, um, we hate that, you know, like how the games are marketed to the the, the Dorito Mountain Dew guys, or the, <laughs> yeah, the, no the frat guys that play all they do is play Madden and Call of Duty and the, the shooter of the month. That's right. that's the target market right now, and Nintendo is not hitting in that and. Quite frankly, and they've all but said they're not trying to hit that. Right. Not, that's right. not the market they're and, going for. And, I, and let's be honest. The people who played Bayonetta, the people who bought the first Bayonetta did not buy enough of Bayonetta because now it's on the Wii U where it's certainly well, yeah. not going to well, sell enough. Um, the only reason yeah, it's, it's getting made is because Nintendo was paying for it. Yeah, Nintendo was right. personally paying because, for a Bayonetta 2, and still people bitched about it because it wasn't on the PS3 or it wasn't on the 360 or it wasn't on the next-gen consoles, you know? <laughs> and it's just like you guys didn't buy enough Bayonetta when it was available to end up in this situation like look at the Sonic games like people could not give less of a fuck about Sonic than now he's on you know the Wii U where people can continue to not give a fuck about him which is kind of funny um, because for instance you know the Sonic games pretty much sell the best on Nintendo consoles kind of you know, that's just been Which, the deal. That makes total sense because, <laughs> you know, that makes sense. And that's, I'm not being, you know, I don't mean to insult anybody or like that. I believe that. If you were to tell me that more people bought the 3DS and Wii U versions of like Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing transformed, yeah. I'd believe it. As someone who has the PC version of Sonic <laughs> and Sega All-Stars Racing transformed. <laughs> Mario Kart ripoff. Well, anyway. Whatever, man. That game's dope. 
But anyway and stuff, just to go a little bit over the details here, Mario Kart 8, before we quickly move on right here. There were some little elements that were introduced. Obviously, there were some new characters that uh, were introduced right here, including, like, I know, like a couple of uh, characters like, say, Baby Rosalina, which, hey, another light like card oh, baby. Oh, good. Yeah. And here's a kind of an Fuck odd one. Nintendo. This odd... <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. But here's, like, a freaking... Here's an odd one right here. You you know, you've, only, you've seen, like, Metal Mario, right? Well, there's a version of Peach here that's called Pink Gold Peach, which, uh... It's kind of how it's, how I'm saying it right now. It's like it's peach that's kind of golden with sort of a pinkish type of tint. <laughs> it's kind of running up ideas. But uh, anyway, they did go over in this direct like uh, like the various like things you can do on the track. Obviously, the anti gravity stuff, and there's actually some specific weapons that contend against the blue turtle shells, which that's kind of funny. This whole oh thank horn. god, there's this horn weapon, right? That uh, you can use to disrupt other people and stuff. Every time you use this horn and stuff, it disrupts like groups of like the people that are surrounding you by like about a couple meter radius, and uh, and you can actually use it as a defensive move to get rid of like things like turtle shells, including the infamous blue shell, which honestly is the biggest pain in the ass in all the Mario Kart games. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, this time they've actually done some balancing issues as well, like in terms of carts and uh, like bikes and stuff. Because in Mario Kart Wii, I played through that game extensively. <laughs> One of the few games I actually played extensively on the Wii. The issue was that the the bikes were always so superior to the carts because of their mobility, because of their speed and stuff like that. With their demonstration that they were doing earlier on today, it's like it's pretty much balanced out depending upon which track you go on, like it should be. In other, in certain like other racing games too, you know. But uh, other than that, let's see. I believe they did try to uh, touch a little bit upon the history. But other than that, though, I would recommend people like if uh, you're interested, just look at some of these directs, these past couple like Nintendo Direct delays, like the one for the EA, not the not the EA, but the one for the E3 one, and this one for Mario Kart 8, and even to the certain extent the Smash Brothers one, because they're they're like radically different than what. Nintendo normally does that whole, like, generic type of directly-to-you type of stuff. So, (laughs) anyway, that should do it for, like, about Mario Kart stuff. Okay, let's go ahead and get into this uh, Destiny type of uh, bit of news we got right here. So, apparently, you can reach the level cap in Destiny in only a few hours. So, So, um, this little report coming out, I guess there was, like, um, Vince might know more about this than I do, but... There was an embargo going on where the, uh, a bunch of journalists got to play the, uh, a little bit of a demo for Destiny. And I guess yeah. some of the news coming out is that, I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, but the level cap is very low. And you can actually, you can only get, you can get it in a few hours in the game. And what, so what the, I guess what they're focusing on in Destiny is almost like Borderlands where they're wanting, they're going to focus more on unlocking better weapons and better costumes and things of that nature. Um, I'm kind of curious how it's going to work out. Uh, I think you look at most RPGs, uh, you grind not to, uh, mainly to get more money to buy the stuff, to buy like the the costumes, but yeah. also mainly I when I grind in like JRPGs mainly, I I grind to get higher levels. Um, also, yeah. you look at like people casual gamers or not really so much casual gamers, but like, people just play Call of Duty in the battlefields. The main reason they keep playing is to keep leveling up and prestiging and then level up some more. Uh, it doesn't make it any more doesn't make it any better. They just their level gets higher. Right. So 
I'm just kind of curious. I mean, is this you guys think this is a smart move on your on, on their behalf to do this, or do you think this is like not even a, a deal at all, or what do you guys think? I I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I wish they could have had both, where you there are lots of levels to go through and lots of loot and all this stuff. But I'll tell you why I think it's good because shoot first person shooters multiplayer first person shooters drastically need a new formula period we can't keep doing the same old like shit that we've had since battlefield 2 where you 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 kill enough dudes you get the points you get the points to get the unlocks and all that stuff like if destiny is going to focus more on storytelling and exploration and loot I think that can only mean a good thing because if you don't want what Destiny's offering, don't worry. In a couple of months after Destiny comes out, there'll be a new Call of Duty for you to play that'll give you exactly what you're looking for. If you're somebody who actually wants right. something a little different from their first-person shooters, Destiny seems like something that's totally offering it, more so than even something like Titanfall. And I think that can only mean good things because if they focus less on the numbers aspect of Destiny and more on the world building, the storytelling, the the actual just the the controls, you know, the, the the mechanics and stuff. I think that can only mean good things because let's be honest, you know, if right. there wasn't some part about Diablo that was enjoying besides the part where the numbers went off, the the numbers went up, people wouldn't play it. You know, mechanics yeah. mechanics always have to come first. Um even if it is a tried and true formula like a first person shooter where hey guess what if you're going to want more accuracy aim down the sights and aim for the head right you know I think Mm -hmm. any change is good change at this point and I gotta be honest I trust the Bungie guys to do something because I know they have a lot to prove since they they reinvented the first person shooter wheel once I don't expect them to do it again but I do expect them to you know make a quality game that can stand on its own without the you know the the tired formulaic problems that bog down so many first person shooters now well the thing about this is what i feel about it i think this is a move in the right direction because what's the biggest pain in the ass when you're playing an online first person shooter i mean for me one of the biggest pain in the ass is is I am constantly, like, being just outskilled because of how much, like, people have actually played the game and actually have leveled up, and in certain, like, games like Call of Duty, you know, getting their kill streaks and their perks and all this other stuff, which they've spent hours upon hours just getting this incredible, like, level and stuff and having all these perks instead of what, you know, in comparison to me that's hardly played the game and I'm just playing for fun and doing this and stuff. I really like the idea of just being at max cap, like, say, in, like, only a few hours, because that goes and focuses on everything else. Like, Vince was just saying, you know, focusing, like, basically on what weapon structure you want to do, what costume stuff is going to be more beneficial. I mean, we really don't know to an extent of, like, uh, how this all is going to play, like, play up to online focus-wise, but... If, uh, if, say, they focus upon actual new areas of the game and, like, new parts of, like, DLC, like, maps and stuff, or where you have, like, certain objectives where you have to go through, like, say, I don't know, well, let's just say, like, sort of, like, horde mode, but in not just, like, the, tri- tri- like, traditional horde mode, but, like, uh, 
something where you're just combating like a bunch of enemies just to try to get to certain check markers and just stuff like that. But uh, I I really like it. I really do. I think it's kind of refreshing. I mean, I do trust Bungie as a developer because hell, I've enjoyed past games that they made. I mean, I've played through the original Halo. Halo Three was fun for me for a time. Halo Reach was okay, the story-wise, though, but uh, it was just the same for multiplayer-wise as Halo 3, but other than that, I'm really interested to see how they do with this original IP they got and, going. And, you know, I think the reason you're not there, but you don't see Bungie just talking straight, here are the guns that are in the game, and right. here are the locations, and here are the vehicles, and here are the here are the playlists for the, for the multiplayer, is because there's clearly, like, I, it seems like there is a huge emphasis on story, which is why, right. you know, these battles are supposed to just sort of happen. Team Deathmatch is just supposed to happen. Um, it, at least what it seems like. We don't know shit about Destiny. When Actually, now that I keep talking, we don't know shit about Destiny. Yeah. Other than, you know, exactly. we really don't know much, right? And I'm suspecting that the reason we <laughs> don't know, like, just baseline facts of, oh, well, there's going to be Team Deathmatch and Deathmatch and Capture the Flag and all this stuff is because there has to be some sort of larger world emphasis on the conflicts that are happening, right? right? Um, and I think if you're going to put story first and world building and all this stuff, that's risky because, let's be honest, that's not what people come to games for. They come to games for the gameplay, but if you're going to tell the story through gameplay, that is, you know, if they can basically do what it seems like that Titanfall uh, campaign tried to do, which is combined both single player, like campaign and multiplayer, in a much more meaningful mm-hmm. way. Because let's be honest, who gay, who cares about that camp, uh, Titanfall campaign? They might really have something that you couldn't have achieved by just you know having sixty levels to go through, and then you get the prestige, and then you rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah. Um. From what, right. I, what from what I was reading is, um, I, I guess Destiny's going for it is the biggest problem. Is the, oh, Drop my mic there. Um, the biggest problem there, they've been. Uh, you look at some of the games like Borderlands. It's kind of, and people always compare uh, Destiny uh, to Borderlands. Is that when you go, when you jump into a game, you might have a friend that's a level forty, but you're a level fifteen, or you might buy the game a month after it's released, or you might get it for Christmas, and all the people that you want to play with have had it since it came out in September, and right. you put you at this advantage where that, that hurts. I I played Borderlands. I remember playing Borderlands one and two. With, I have friends that sit there and just play the game for eight, nine hours straight and just be level oh, 30 God. or 40 a, a week into the game being out. Here I am, level 15 character, and we're playing in his... He plays in my game. He's destroying everything. I'm not having any fun. Or I play in his game, and I'm getting <laughs> killed constantly. So I guess for, what, they're, what it looks like they're going for is... Or this is what I'm thinking is um, they want to keep that where you're, like, you're somewhat close, which I think is smart. I mean... I think that has ruined more mm-hmm. games for me than it's actually, you know, the whole level system than it has, yep. you know, than anything. Um, but I'm, I'm just kind of curious, though, is it with the, for the, as far as, like, not so much the, the, borderline, the Borderlands gamers, the guys that want to sit there and just play and have, you know, a bunch of, I mean, great characters and stuff like that. Will this keep them around long term, you know? Is this going to be a game where they're going to pick up all the DLC and do all the, do all the side stuff if you, like, because once... I've talked to a lot of people. I've never maxed out a Borderlands character, but once you max out Borderlands Another character, buyer. I mean, where's the fun? I mean, 
Only if you're doing it inside of a group and stuff like yeah. that, and you're doing it consistently, yeah, but not by yourself. I mean, that would get repetitive quick. Yeah, I mean, I played games before. I remember when I, I maxed. I remember I maxed out my Fallout my Fallout Three character like with a few mm-hmm. hours ago in a game. I remember I did that um, recently with South Park Stick of Truth. I maxed out uh, the level cap, and I still had four or five hours in the game, and it was just kind of like wow. it kind of hurt some of the fun. I mean, it didn't really hurt the like. I didn't like enjoy the. It didn't make the game bad, but it. it like it kind of took out some of the fun of the game of the, of the grinding and just sometimes some of the fun of the games is grinding and doing all the side quests and if there's no big benefit to the side quest, will this, you know, affect um, unless you get some really awesome weapons, will this affect uh, the fun of the game for people? That's what I'm just curious about. I'm hoping the really. I mean, at this point, really for me though, it's like I, I really don't want to hear anything more about Destiny until we get a release date on the beta. Yeah, because. That, right. that's all I care about at this point. Like I've, I've had, a, I've been in the beta. I, I got, I signed up for the beta like four months ago and they said early summer. Uh, it's May basically. And we haven't heard a single word about the beta. We're probably not going to hear anything about this supposed beta up until maybe E3 or so. I hope so. Maybe, maybe it probably will be the same day as maybe one of their press conference dealies, maybe at Sony or Microsoft's press conference. Probably dealies. Sony. Let's yeah, be honest. Well, they, they came Sony. out and they said they are not supporting Sony more than they are supporting X, or Microsoft, which yeah, is not no. true. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let, you know, let's be honest. DLC is exclusive first to Sony and whatnot. And like, the, you get the beta first on PS4. And, and and also, I don't mean to be cynical, but saying you don't support somebody more than the other is exactly what somebody who is supporting someone more than the other would say. <coughs> Activision. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Activision for years with their freaking like Microsoft thing for uh, Call of Duty DLC being going first for Xbox Live. Even EA stuff. was the same way. You get the Battlefield yep. DLC on Xbox before you do on PlayStation. That that wasn't originally the case. It used to be uh, Battlefield Three was PS3 first, yep. and then uh, Battlefield Four happened, and it went out on uh, yeah Xbox first, I believe. Yeah, I think they got a week like ahead of time. Right. Well, that's okay because it, you know, by the time the DLCs come out on PS4 and PS3, it'll still be broken. Yeah. So still is broken. So <laughs> yeah, it still is broken. So so it's, it's okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go into our little quick fire session right here. We're gonna just base. I'm just gonna basically touch upon like uh, some of the topics we have here since we're kind of low, running low on time right here. So Drive Club for the PS4 has an actual release date here of October 8th. So, for those of you driving fans that are looking forward to something on uh, the PS4 besides Need for Speed, that's something you can obviously look forward to. And uh, we have a free game here for the PS4 for the month of May. That's an indie title by the name of Stick It to the Man. I have not seen any type of footage of it, but hell, if you got PlayStation Plus and you have a PS4 and you're really starving to play something, hey, here, do something. <laughs> and and let's be honest, Stick It to the Man can't be any worse than um, Mercenary Kings. Oh, fuck that game. like i understand that it's a specific game made from people who love a specific type of game and they made it for themselves and they were able to put it out to the public they are living the indie dream um yep uh but mercenary kings is such a piece of shit yeah that's the problem with playstation what the ps4 so far is it seems like every other game has been good yeah yeah i kind of agree with that that statement so far but uh 
I don't know. I haven't really tried Mercenary Kings yet, though. I have it on my PS4's hard drive. So we're gonna we're gonna jump back here. We got time. Uh, drive Club um, comes out October eighth. This supposed to be a release title. It's supposed to be free for for PlayStation. It was supposed to be a free PlayStation Plus in, title in that was some to be like off release. form of it. Off you get like it. yeah, so it's a free to play game essentially. Yep. Um, now there was a, the, the they had a new video a trailer come out and it said in stores October eighth. Um, first off, do you think we're gonna lose the free to play aspect of it? And second off, does anybody care anymore at this point? Nope, no, 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 no. I don't really have much interest for Drive Club. Yeah, I, I, I think the time has passed for that game. Also, I don't, I like playing games by myself. So if you're gonna make a social <laughs> driving game, not interested. Yeah, just give me PS2 version of Need for Speed Most Wanted. Yes, or give me death or the original Need just for Speed. Just give me another Burnout Paradise. I'd love that. Uh, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I want more. I want Faith No More doing the soundtrack to that one as well. Yeah. And no Avril Lavigne, for God's sake. Yeah. We talk no about, Avril hey, Levine. this is Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne on Crash FM. <laughs> what is If, I, if I have to hear that freaking Girlfriend song one more time. Whatever. It could be worse. It could be that Hello Kitty song. Oh, I've never heard it could, of that. It could, be the, it could be the Lego <laughs> movie song. Everything is awesome. Oh, God. Great Everything movie. is awesome oh, here in Paradise City. <laughs> this is DJ Atomica coming to you live. And then an Avril Lavigne song plays. Oh, God bless it. Uh, <laughs> everything is awesome. You're right. Everything is awesome with Avril Lavigne. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. <laughs> I'm the only one that's seen the Lego movie, am I? Yeah, you are. Go watch yeah. that movie. Anyway, anyway, we do have a little bit of news right here. Another designer well actually another person leaves Naughty Dog the lead des- character designer for uh, Naughty Dog left and he was pretty much responsible for like uh, designing I think the clickers or something for The Last of Us so already you got like you've already got a bunch of like people that have like left like four or five like four or five and like three of them were the supposed like uh, people that Naughty Dog say hey we got this for the Uncharted game we have mm-hmm. these three core people and all of them left in the span of a it, it's, <laughs> it's almost it's almost year. like a joke at like I feel like yep. we're, we're it's like a, we're joking about this at this point like every time I read an article it almost feels like well, I, I feel like it's a parody or like but, I'm, I'm, but look at look at what Naughty Dog is putting out they are doing the Nintendo thing and doubling down yep. on the most obvious shit they're remastering um you know Last of Us or PS4 month old yawn game. yawn yeah. and they're doing Uncharted 4 double yawn like I could totally understand if people reevaluated their careers and said, "I think I'd rather do something different." Something else, even yeah. if whatever um, you know, a lot of the people left for Visceral. Even if what end- Visceral ends up making is a third-person action adventure game for Star Wars, similar to something like Uncharted, at least it's not another fucking Uncharted game to the literal extent. Well, at least like the main person, like for example, the main person that was behind like uh, the Uncharted, like. Uh... The Uncharted series, the the, the story aspect yeah, Amy, or something like Amy that. Hennig. Amy Hennig is actually, you know, she joined EA Visceral and she's gonna she's working on that new Star Wars game. So. And we're all just assuming it is a you know Uncharted like game, featuring maybe a roguish character from the Star Wars series. But for all we know, it could hmm. be a match three puzzle game. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, and really, this is Nate Wells, who is is the guy that left Naughty Dog. I mean. He's got a pretty good career. He, I mean, he helped make System Shock 2, and he was a, a lead designer on Bioshock. Uh, and he's going to Giant Sparrow, who made the Unfinished Swan, which I never get the chance to play, but 
Everybody said it was a fantastic game, good. so I, I think this guy's going to be okay. Yeah, I just really think that uh, people are kind of making too much of a big deal about this. I mean, yeah, I mean, companies restructure, like, employees and stuff all the time. The only difference here is uh, the person, the people that have actually have gone and left Naughty Dog have mm-hmm. been people that have been key influential to, say, the past games that they've done, like the Uncharted games, Last of Us, and stuff right. like that. So their gamers are concerned, like, oh, what the hell's going on internally here at Naughty and, Dog? And if you want to make a big deal, <laughs> and if you want to make a big deal about anything, make a big deal about the fact that they're re-releasing The Last of Us and working on another Uncharted game. Like, if you want to get your knickers in a knot, uh, why don't you point the finger at Naughty Dog instead of the people who are working at, and and Sony instead of the people who actually work there? For basically, you know, not bringing anything new to the table. I understand that they just put out Last of Us, which is probably like the yeah, most, the least triple A, triple A game that has probably ever come out. Right. Um, but like, yeah, they're just gonna do it again, literally, and then do Uncharted again. And it's, you know, yeah. if I was, if I just put out three Uncharted games and and Last of Us, and I was doing another Last of Us and another Uncharted. Hell yeah, I would probably leave too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. This is almost almost the exact same thing, like in terms of like a cross gen type of stuff that we've seen before. Like in terms, well, let's say from when we had the Xbox, the PS2, the GameCube, the transition to the 360, PS3, and Wii. There were a lot of different type of like ports for certain games. One supposed next gen and one current gen. And uh, we're seeing the same things again, like with specific games, let's say like Tomb Raider, and uh, obviously for The Last of Us, and then there's that rumored, like, uh, supposed Mass Effect type of uh, dealie that's supposed to be, like, uh, somewhat maybe coming out for the PS4 and the Xbox One, but yet it's not concrete yet. But it's just, just comes to show you right there that... Uh, Man, we're probably going to be seeing a lot of these type of re-release type of HD HD remaster type of stuff that uh <laughs> Yeah, we already got Tomb Raider, yeah. we got Last of Us. Sounds like the Mass Effect trilogy is coming soon. Uh so, I mean I mean, hell, too bad it couldn't be some of Bethesda's games. Well, hey, that'd be kind of fun. Wouldn't it be wouldn't that be kind of hilarious I and stuff like that they I put not, out? Like, I would not Fallout mind 3 a Fallout or... 3. I mean, at least that game is yeah, no seven shit, eight like, years old and but not the, ten months. Fallout three, Skyrim. <laughs> let's be honest, guys. You start asking to be sold the same old shit again, and then at some point you will be sold the same old shit again. Well, we are. Well, Sorry, well for God's so. sakes, I mean, guys, some of us are fans of Nintendo. We've been buying the same old shit for years. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that, yeah, but like, would you? Do you want? Do you like? Would you really rather want another Fallout game instead of something new from Bethesda? Uh, Maybe something even not Fallout or Skyrim or well, you know, Elder Scrolls. I would kind of really depends. Honestly, I would love another Fallout game like Fallout 4 or something like that, but at the same time, it depends upon what content and what type of uh, various things they do to the game that would be more appealing or not. You yeah, know? it's kind of, it's kind of a broad question because, I mean, they could completely change up the, the style of the game. Like, look at Fallout 1 and 2 compared to 3. You know, that was a big change in the direction of the series. Same could be said Fallout 4. The only, I guess the only reason I say this because I'm really into championing you know, championing the indie games for the developers are making the games they want to make. Yeah, yeah, not I'm the, same the games that the publisher is telling them to make. Um, which is why I look at something like The Last of Us HD and I'm like, like, give me a fucking break. Like, you know, I understand I'm, that I can be pretty critical about it. You know, and and I understand that I can be a little 
you know, maybe unnecessarily so, but like, you know, even the idea of another, um, you know, the idea of another uh, next gen Fallout game isn't nearly as exciting as it could be, uh, or as it as it would have been, you know, a long time ago when we have so many other developers making games that are not remakes. They're not the fourth game in a series. Um, and stuff like that, and I think that is totally why all those people at Naughty Dog left is because they just don't want to make the same thing. Well, yeah, or they don't want to make the new same thing. Well, yeah, it, it, that's a good that's a good thing that you just said, right there, Vince. Because for one, we've been seeing a like a pattern for the past couple of years of the same developers that have been inside their studios for quite a long time. I mean, guys like say, for example, at Konami, like Koji Igarashi, the dude that was doing the yeah. Castlevania games for years, but he was stuck on doing these like mobile type of games, like these little projects right. and stuff. And Konami actually canceled a couple of his games that he wanted to like uh, make, so because. His type of games weren't selling, and obviously they gave the Castlevania license to Mercury Stream, which honestly, that was the biggest shit idea I have ever heard, because I absolutely hate those games. Right, yeah, those but, games. But uh, that's the thing. He left his studio, and he started working like on his own. He started working on his own studio, and he's going to be creating probably, most likely, and his own like, no, Castlevania like, stuff. I say, I say don't, don't say you want the same old thing until you really want it, because... Yeah. Then you see something like, uh, what's it, uh, Mighty Number no. 8, which is like, yeah, they haven't done shit with the Mega Man franchise yep. in a very long time. You know, not, 9 and 10 were cool, but they weren't, they were the next Mega Man games, but they weren't the next Mega Man games. Yeah, Mega exactly. Man, right? So by the time that game will have come out, it'll be, you know, it will be very exciting because it will you know it probably won't push the 2d side scroller action game forward but it'll finally be like the long-awaited thing people actually want it won't be the last of us on ps4 which no. is something i don't know if a lot of people really wanted it it looked fine it played fine on the ps3 um, i just think for that it, though they yeah. wanted there's a lot of people that went from 360 to ps4 Yep, and so a lot of people missed out on PS missed missed out on Last of Us the first time around. So I think from that aspect, it's smart. But uh, I don't I don't know how big that market is. I don't know. Maybe I think it's probably pretty cheap to rematch this game. I yeah, I'd love to know how much stuff like uh, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Sold. Yeah, that's really curious. Really. That's what I'm curious because that game's that's a different situation where that game wasn't everything. Yep. I mean, it was on PC, 360, PS3. And you could, when the game came out, we talked about this before, but when the game came out, it was $15 on the old consoles, but they released for 60 bucks. At least with this, it was only, <laughs> Last of Us was only, was only on PS3. And right. now PS4 is got a lot, you know, it, I mean, they're winning by quite a bit in so far this generation for right. system sales. And I, I think there's a lot of people that just totally skip PS3. Or had a PS3 and sold it, and never got a chance to play this game. So I think I, I imagine it's fairly cheap there, because there's not probably a lot. They, I, I doubt they have to do a lot to, to remaster this game. Really, they got to do a couple little things here, and then add in the DLC and ship it, and it's gonna turn a profit. Well, hopefully so. You know, I mean, for God's sakes, for Square Enix wise, I mean, when they were doing their ports for like Tomb Raider, I mean. They were complaining because the game only made like maybe what a couple million or something like that. And this, and but they didn't, yeah, that well, was a that was like a three million copies. Yeah. What? 
it only sold like three million copies, which wasn't enough. Well, it sold three million yeah. copies. Man. I think it sold three million copies in the first like six weeks, but I think overall it sold like five or six million. I know, which is kind but, of funny to think about because it was below their expectations, but in actual scheme of things, it was uh, still one of the highest. Yeah, still like pretty good, one of the that's highest. That, season yeah. yeah. I think and, was, I mean, that's another reason why the indie games are so much cooler because not cooler, but they are, you know, they can take the risk because they're not going to take the financial hit as much. Yeah. I mean, some of them totally are. It's going to be make or break. You know, it could have totally been a case where, like, the goat simulator guys were living oh. off ramen noodles trying to get that game out. I mean, that's not the case, but it could have been a case where the goat simulator guys are just, you know, scraping to get by, and that game being a success is, you know, what allowed them to continue living and continue doing what they wanted to do right. without, you know, but something like, oh, Tomb Raider cost too much money. It was delayed far too many times. And then when it came out and was a moderate success, that still wasn't good enough. Man, yeah, I I think three selling three to four million copies of a game is nothing, nothing to shake a stick at. What I mean, how many games out there that do that? I mean, there's all except for like the Maddens and the Call of Duties of the world. Not very many games can say that. I'm, but you, I, you agree with I agree, I agree with that aspect where I, I always liked in the Indies because they make the game. You get the people that make the games they want to make and they're passionate about the games. And you're right. I mean, like, you look at someone like Phil Fish, who literally said if Fez was a bomb or didn't come out, he would literally kill himself. Oh, brother. <laughs> and I believe he would. I mean, if you watch the indie game, the movie, I guarantee yeah, that guy, that sure. dude, that guy would have probably would have killed himself. He might, still might kill himself, even, that game, even though that game sold, like, a million copies. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, like, the, the percentage... Uh, return way higher than you know. I'm sure they made 400 percent of their money back versus something oh, like. Oh man, yeah, easily. You know, Tomb Raider that maybe broke even, and when all thing is said and done. Yeah, they, the whole st- everybody lost their jobs for a game that sold four million copies. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> well, anyway, let's go ahead and start our last topic of the evening before we close things out, and uh, this goes along with. Uh, what we personally would like to see sequel-wise. So, guys, what's the unannounced sequel that you are looking forward to the most? So, we're going to start off with Vince. What type of sequel would you want to see to a game? Uh, just to set up the thread, the reason I picked this was, uh, or sort of the topic, because I saw a thread on Giant Bomb where people were saying, like, unannounced sequels they'd be excited about, and it's always the same bullshit like Shenmue 3 yeah. and Psychonauts 2 yep. and all the stuff that's never going to get made. So the reason I, you know, I picked this is, realistically what is a sequel inevitable sequel that you would be looking forward to not Shenmue 3 not (laughs) Psychonauts 2 like shit that is actually going to come out that is unannounced so for me probably one of the big ones would be um you know whatever the next Treyarch Call of Duty game is going to be um it you know is it going to be block is it going to be Black Ops 3 is it going to be something totally new I'm pretty sure it's going to be Black Ops 3 but hey guess what I play and I play another Black Ops uh, play another Black Ops. I look forward to that. Um, and also, as someone who you know enjoys uh, hockey, uh, but didn't buy NHL 14, um, while it's kind of cheap to play, pick a sports game because they're always going to come out until society is collapsed and there are no more sports. Um, I'm looking forward to NHL 15. Uh, you know, because that'll probably come to next. That, that has to come to next generation systems, and I'm looking forward to playing some hockey so for me it's it's nhl 15 and what is probably going to be call of duty black ops 3 
Okay, Tyler, what about you? Um, for me, it's uh, I, I Madden, obviously. <laughs> Uh, been be announced. W- that, no, no, that doesn't count. That's true. It's been announced. Been announced. Um, it's not announced. really a sequel. It's like an annualized series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I look. Man, it's hard to say because uh, Resident Evil could be wrong. Resident Evil Seven, obviously, but that's pretty much all but been announced. There's even been a poster leak that's going to be announced at E3 uh, this year. Um, but some of the some of the ones I really want to see um, are kind of more pie in the sky ideas. Um, but I'd like to see like a binary domain too, which you know Vincent would love to see too. Oh man, <laughs> uh, maybe next generation big bow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in, uh, maybe a second enslaved. I really enjoyed the first one. I thought the ending mm. was kind of like kind of left you hanging there. Yeah. That's the only thing I fix about it. Um, Bastion too, which I know won't happen because I know the developers have another game coming out. Uh, because tra- oh, it was trans something transistor. Transistor. Yeah, it comes yeah, out next transistor. month, so I, I doubt that'll ever happen. Um, probably a sequel that could actually happen. Um, Catherine two, oh. uh, one of my games of the generation. They, uh, I mean, it was one of their highest selling games of all uh, Atlas's highest selling games of all time until, uh, dark souls, obviously. Um, but I don't know. Uh, dark souls is not Atlas. I thought they were the publishers of it. They only put out was it Demon, Demon souls? souls, Demon souls in North America. Right. Okay. Well then Demon souls in, I know Demon Souls was their highest selling game, uh, but Catherine was until Demon Souls came out. Um, those are kind of the big ones I'm looking for. I mean, really, I don't know. I mean, there's there's not really a lot of big sequels I'm looking forward to. I mean, Mass Effect Four, obviously, but that's kind of been announced, so it's hard to say about that one. Uh, like we talked about earlier, Fallout Four. Um, sure, yeah, but, that has I mean, not as been far announced. As, yeah, it's it's been rumored for quite a while that you know it's gonna be in Boston, but we. We haven't actually you know, heard anything about it, but those that's kind of Resident Evil Seven's my big one because they they did say that when they went to Resident Evil Seven, it would go back to its basics. So, yeah, but they said that last time. Well, let's see. For me, I mean, yeah, obviously, I want to <laughs> I want to see another like a Fallout game. I want to see another like mainline like uh, Elder Scrolls game that's not any way resorted to an MMO. But uh, oh, are you saying Elder Scrolls Online isn't doing? Well, it I've never you? even played Elder Scrolls Online. My friends keep constantly talking about that game, and it's. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> uh, your friends probably have questionable taste. Well, well, not just questionable taste. They just want to play Scrolls any type Online. of like RPG thing that's even related. Oh, Elder Scrolls! I must play. <laughs> but uh... oh yeah, oh yeah, wait, I got one more. Okay. Half Life Three. Boo, boo. <laughs> boo. That game's never coming out. Shenmue 3 is going to come out before fucking Half-Life 3. God damn it. I knew that was, that was going to come up when I picked this topic. Uh, boy could dream. Well, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, there's there's honestly one sequel to a game that I personally would love to see, but it may never actually pan out into fruition and stuff. But uh, there's Chrono Trigger 2. Which, uh, you know, I know I love the original Chrono Trigger. One of my favorite Japanese RPGs and stuff. I would love them to go back, like, to that type of formula. But the bad part about that is just getting the original, like, uh, groups of developers that created that game. Along with, like, various interests and stuff. But, uh, another game I would personally love to see would be, like, another Mario Galaxy game. Like, Mario Galaxy 2, I felt was a little bit better than the original. But, I like, uh, if... We had like a Super Mario Galaxy three, where it's just uh, just a, basically another like three uh, D like type of Mario stuff that uh, we're exploring worlds and stuff and doing some of the nature. I sure. would love that. That would sound nice. 
But another thing I can actually think about is uh, Portal 3, you know, because I love the Portal games. The first one is fantastic, and I played through Portal 2 when it came out twice, and I don't do that with games too often. So it's like, hey, if it's like a third thing with Shell and like Gladys or something to a certain extent, it would probably absolutely have to be something different too, because, hell, at the end of Portal 2, spoilers, it's like Shell escapes out of that factory, it's like, hey, what's going to happen now, you know? It was kind of left to that sort of uh, cliffhanger type of thing. <laughs> but, uh... How dare you? What? I've never played Portal 2. Oh, god damn it. I never finished it. <laughs> no. Whatever. I Whatever. <laughs> if I had... It's okay about spoilers, because if I had have cared about it, I would have finished it by now. Yeah, so that's very true, too. played it by now, so don't worry about it. But, How uh, dare you spoil a four-year-old game? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, actually, now I feel kind of bad for oh, stealing that. Oh, 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 I got it. What? I got it. Oh, they might have announced it. Damn it. What? Uh, Mortal Mortal Kombat 2. Oh. Oh, man. No, they haven't yet. That would be actually pretty cool. That would cool. be awesome. I think they might have. Or Injustice said... 2. That would be great, too. Uh, no. I don't think they said anything about Mortal Kombat 2. How about a new I, How about a new I, Gauntlet I like, game? I want a new Gauntlet game. <laughs> that Gauntlet game has been announced. Yeah. That doesn't count. There that has Gauntlet been one. Has, I don't know anything about it. Okay. It's been announced. It's from the guys who did Magicka. What about Blitz the League Three? Huh? Uh, I, no, because EA is not interested in making interesting football games. No, That's not a, not again. I mean, <laughs> EA actually, I take that back. EA is not interested in making any. Interesting well, no, that games. wasn't EA that made that. Uh, Blitz the League was EA made, made because la- EA made the last Blitz game. Because they own the Blitz license. They own both ah. the Blitz license and the Jam license now. That sucks. And they're clearly not interested in making games. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, one of the last games I would probably Death want Space is... 4. What? No. <laughs> God damn it. What? <laughs> Death Space 4. Oh, God, no. no. Yeah, you're going to get a Dead Space 4 when I get a Skate 4, okay? <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. The Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Ride 2. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Vincent? Huh? Huh? And he's dead. <laughs> anyway. No, like one of the last That's sequels. Some, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the very last things I would like to see that's off the top of my head, I would love a sequel to Fire Emblem Awakening. I mean, that game is fantastic on the 3DS. You'll, you'll probably get one. Oh, man, I hope you'll so. Probably it's, get one. it's the best-selling like Fire Emblem game in the series. And it was for 3DS, and I would just love to go play some more as Krom and like as random group of like uh mercenaries and oh, stuff yes. you know and man it was it was just like such a fantastic story the game like story-wise and stuff and it had like a lot of interesting like dlc elements and it was one of the very few nintendo games where i actually went through and like spent like about four or five bucks here and there and actually got some more characters and some more like dlc <laughs> stuff and yeah man that would be so fantastic in my honest opinion but anyway let's go ahead and wrap this up since we're at that time of the week again but uh, this week, I'm probably going to say no to the Wrestle of the Week thing because I probably... Oh, thank God. I, well, that's the <laughs> thing, though. I am not really thinking of something right off the top of my head, and I just want to give it a break for about a week so it just festers a little bit. But I would like to say that uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, please comment, rate, subscribe to us if you can, or something like that. Especially, hey, here's an idea for you. If you guys want shout-outs, I mean, if anybody listening wants a shout-out for this podcast in particular... Hey, we'll read your name on the air. Go ahead and leave us some like uh, little messages and stuff. Give it us, give us five stars. You feel? Give us three stars if you feel like uh, we're not doing so adequately nicely. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the comments are gonna be like they should really get that Vincent guy off the show. 
the fuck but anyway we do got a facebook group which is drunk dash nerds obviously but on twitter also, also a facebook page on drunk dash nerds yeah yeah it's our facebook page <laughs> but uh also on twitter we go by drunk underscore nerds and stuff so if you want to reach out to us if you have if you got like a few questions i mean hell Hell, if you have anything to say to us in general, just go ahead and contact us on either our Facebook page or our Twitter page or one of our comments on iTunes. So, for this week, for wrapping up episode 46, I have been your host, the Jack of Hearts. I was Ginger Boy. I have been Vincent. And until then, next time, everybody, we are out. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number <laughs>